From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, September 15th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. West of Columbus, police in the suburb of Hilliard are searching for the man they say exposed himself to a child this morning. ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. A 10-year-old girl told police she was walking to Avery Elementary School when a man got out of his car and exposed himself. Police believe the person responsible is a man between the ages of 40 and 50. He is bald and was wearing a white shirt with blue jeans. Police say he was driving a pickup truck with black lettering on the tailgate. Hilliard police say they will have increased security at the school throughout the day. I'm Tracy Townsend. There's more information about an incident on the campus of Ohio Christian University in Circleville yesterday morning when an armed man fired shots and locked himself in a building for at least two hours before surrendering. ONN's Kevin Landers reports. Police identified the suspect as 24-year-old Vale Rayburn, who they say after the shooting made his way to a fire pit in the middle of campus. That's where deputies say Rayburn had a gun to his head. Officers say it's unclear why Rayburn chose the university or what the motive was behind driving a car to the front of the building then shooting out the front door. The university said had the shooting happened later in the morning, the building would have been full of students. Vale Rayburn faces multiple felony counts, including inducing panic. He's now being held in the Pickaway County Jail under suicide watch. Reporting from Circleville, Kevin Landers. Police say Rayburn of Lancaster is not a student at Ohio Christian University. The Columbus police officer who shot and killed Donovan Lewis last month while serving a warrant was previously fired from the job. ONN's Kiana Deitches reviewed a 137-page report filled with citizen complaints, performance evaluations, and awards for Officer Ricky Anderson, a 30-year veteran on the force. In 2004, Anderson was fired for calls, accused of cashing out nearly $4,000 worth of paychecks from a company he no longer worked at. However, Anderson won his job back after challenging the decision alongside the FOP. It's important to note the department says this is not related to a decision to use force. And as far as the previous complaints go, records show that two of them were sustained, five were not supported by credible evidence, and some of those were from Anderson's police dog. Anderson did have his dog with him the night of the Lewis shooting. I'm Kiana Deitches. I am very pleased <laughs> to announce a tentative labor agreement between that has been reached between the railroad workers and the railway companies. President Joe Biden announced a tentative railway labor agreement has been reached. ONN's Dave James reports. Biden says the agreement is an important win for the economy and American people and a win for tens of thousands of rail workers who worked tirelessly through the pandemic to ensure that America's families and communities got deliveries during these difficult years. He says rail workers will get better pay, improved working conditions, and peace of mind around their health care costs. A strike was expected as early as tomorrow, sparking concerns about agricultural and supply issues. Dave James, ONN News. Next, the Railway Workers Union will vote on the agreement. A Hamilton County judge has granted a 14-day restraining order against the heartbeat law, which essentially bans most abortions in Ohio. 
ONN's Olivia Eugenio has more. For at least the next two weeks, women will be legally allowed to get abortions in Ohio at up to 20 weeks gestation. Mark Harrington is the president of Created Equal, a pro-life organization. Well, this was no surprise to us. We expected it. Uh, this is an activist judge. Kelly Copeland, executive director of Pro-Choice Ohio, says she's hoping a more permanent solution will go into effect after the two weeks. People have suffered because many of them have been unable to legally get local care because of the six-week ban. I'm Olivia Eugenio. A federal appeals court is allowing unsettled lawsuits against Ohio State University over sex abuse by late team doctor Richard Strauss to be revived. This new ruling could impact more than 100 survivors who are fighting to have their cases heard after a district judge acknowledged that while the men were abused, the time to settle for the claims had passed. The wrestling team doctor worked at the university from 1978 to 1998. He died in 2005. Ohio State previously reached settlements with nearly 300 survivors, reaching a total of nearly $60 million. The World Health Organization says the end of the pandemic is in sight. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. The WHO said there is just under 11,000 deaths reported worldwide last week, a 22% drop from the week prior and numbers we haven't seen since the pandemic began. That led the head of the WHO to say we are close to the end, but not there yet. We can see the finish line, but now is the worst time to stop running. Now is the time to run harder and reap the rewards of all our hard work. He says if we don't take this opportunity Now we will see more variants and more deaths. I'm Andrew Kinsey. St. Vincent Charity Medical Center in Cleveland opened in 1865 and has nearly 500 beds. But in two months, it will end in patient care. ONN's Monica Robbins in Cleveland has the story. While patients will no longer stay overnight, they can still visit their doctors and receive mental health and addiction treatment on an outpatient basis. St. Vincent is one of several hospitals fallen prey to the pandemic. 100 employees will remain. About 600 will be let go, but they may not have to look far. University hospitals will be recruiting beginning Monday. In a statement, Cleveland Clinic said, in part, we welcome those in clinical roles to consider joining Cleveland Clinic. Current openings are now available. I'm Monica Robbins. Thousands of people in northwest Ohio's Seneca County will soon get access to high-speed Internet. ONN's Amanda Fay reports. A pair of electrical cooperatives are teaming up on a $26 million project. The goal is to expand the number of homes in rural Seneca County that can get high-speed internet from just 39% now to more than 80% when the project is completed. Construction is set to begin next year. No word on it when it will be done. I'm Amanda Fay. There are 56 players on the Toledo Rockets roster that hail from the Buckeye State, and they are gearing up to play Ohio State Saturday night in the shoe. ONN's Dave Holmes has more. If you're from Ohio, you either want to play for the Buckeyes or go against the Buckeyes in Ohio Stadium. And Ryan Day is very aware that he's going to get a motivated opponent on Saturday night. Many of these Toledo players have dreamt of this moment. I think that the most of these guys are probably, not most, but yeah, maybe most, are from Ohio. And, you know, everybody's dream is to play at Ohio State. And, and not everybody can, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of these guys want to come into Ohio Stadium and play really well. I'm Dave Holmes. And in Northwest Ohio, a man in Sylvania says he's paying the equivalent of $1.50 per gallon of gas to keep his electric vehicle running. 
ONN's Chase Bachman has the story. Earlier this year, Scott Fisher decided to change up his old Cherokee for something greener. 2022 Jeep Sahara 4XE. It's got a 2.0 gas motor. It also has an EV battery. Fisher says he uses the electric battery almost exclusively. I've used 11 gallons of gas. I am actually still on the initial fill-up. Fisher measures how much electricity he's using to charge up the car. And since he bought it in March, he's driven almost 4,000 miles and spent $120. Chase Bachman reporting in Toledo. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.